Welcome, everybody, to the Think Different Podcast, the only Apple podcast with two former Apple retail employees of 20 years' experience here today to discuss the Apple world and our retail experiences that we have. This week, we are talking about Apple versus Facebook. Like, that hasn't been drawn out in the media long enough, but we have to have our take on it. Apple also has a brand new retail strategy if you're getting an iPhone 12 repaired. And today at Apple actually returns virtually. I am Will, TLD, the former Apple specialist, creative, and genius, along with me every week, Mr. Beautiful, creative, keto drummer, Frankie DMW Funk. There you go. What's up, sir? How are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? I went so crazy, I shook my camera. That's how crazy I am. That's it. Hey, you know, a new topic. Uh, Apple versus Facebook. Never heard that before. Yeah. Oh, no. It's only going to get worse. As yeah. we on. But before we start today's episode, we have to acknowledge this and we just put up on our social media platforms. You can check us out, of course, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. But today, as of our recording, was the 66th birthday of the one Steve Jobs, if he was still here. So we put up a special post today. And I also referenced one of our older episodes, Remembering Steve Jobs, uh, back in the Tim days when we had Vacation Tim. But <laughs> Frank. Yeah, oh, I thought you some cook. It's amazing. He would have only been 66 today. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's how long ago we lost him back in 11. So that's 10, what was that, 10 years ago? Yeah, easily. That, I mean, you know, oof, that is crazy to think. Yeah, it's, um, well, one can only conjecture what where Apple would be um, if Steve was still here. There might have been an Apple if it wasn't for Steve, to be honest. Now, oh, yeah, everything, that's for sure. Especially after the 90s when it became one of the worst, you know, the company was just downhill. And he came back and basically, you know, he's credited for saving it. You know, I mean, there's other people that should also be thankful for that. But oh, he's the guy. Bill Gates. Bill Gates gave him. Yeah, Bill Gates def- gave him seed money. Yes, he did. Oh, uh, you you know. know, he won Air Explorer on everybody's Mac and... They allowed it, and you know, until that dealership went away, and then boy, that makes. Uh, I don't think that. I don't, I don't even think he's upset with that, you know. But the reality is, Windows fell behind in the 2000s, and then you know, that was it for that. But let's move on from the sad stuff. Let's get to the good stuff today. So, let's talk about a. Oh, actually, you know, before we even start, we didn't have an episode last week. And the reason why is because going forward, we're actually going to do episodes every two weeks. The reason why is because I'm a dad now. And because I have to... Oh, wait, here, here. Yeah. (laughs) There's the violin for you. Yeah. Did you get any sleep yet, Dad? Yeah, of course. I've been talking about how great he is. He's a very good sleeper at night, but during the day, it's a little much. And I want to have time with the family. So I thought it was easier uh, to do that, but it was surprising to me because actually more people downloaded the podcast episode. So I was like, all right, I guess people are fine with the two weeks. So that's what we're going to do going forward. But please stay tuned on our YouTube channel as we will always have each topic as its own thing. And also, of course, we have all of our great videos up there, especially Mr. 10K the of my pages on. So, yeah. All right, let's talk about our subjects today. So number one, is that the app Apple has announced that some iPhone 12 hardware issues will no longer require replacing an entire device. So there are a lot of examples of that, Frank, right? No power is probably the most popular one. 
Uh, if you're having like antenna issues, uh, something like that, the back glass cracked. You know, yeah, that was a big one. I was yeah, so there's a that. Normally, when those things happen, Apple replaces the entire phone for certain situations because you can't fix them. Well, Apple informed the Apple authorized service providers that it will be introducing a new same unit repair method for the iPhone 12 mini and the iPhone 12 models exhibiting certain issues that would typically require a whole unit replacement. The Genius Bar and the Apple authorized service providers have a new iPhone rear system. A part that is a, the part available to consist of the rear enclosure of the iPhone with all of the components except for a display and a rear camera, which means that the battery, logic board, wireless charging coil, tactic engine, face ID system, and so forth are going to all be in this system. So already. that'll be replaced, and the only thing that'll be from the old device would be the back camera and... Yep. So if a customer has an iPhone 12 mini with a cracked rear glass, for example, technicians will be able to replace the entire rear portion of the device with a new enclosure affixed with the original display and camera. So that's going to be new. And especially if you have a lot of people who have had iPhone repairs before, especially a black a back crack. Now you have to educate them and say, listen, we're not replacing the whole phone. We're putting a new rear on for you, which will have a new battery, a new logic board. We're going to be moving over your display and your camera. Now, that could lead to a whole bunch of other issues, but also Apple is trying to stop swapping phones out all the time. That's what this told me. So, that'd be so Frank, what do you think of that? Well. <clears throat> He's speechless, everybody. Uh, well, I have to think about that. I mean, um well, I think it's good. Uh, it's just a matter of, are they going to be as liberal um, with with that repair as they are with just swapping the phone out? Um, and how how long is it going to take? Because normally you swap the phone out, it's it's a one, two, three operation. Yep. Um, but now, um, do they have to calibrate it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're going to have to do a lot more repairs in house now because of this feature. Now, I'm going to assume things like no power, they're going to swap the whole phone. I can't, they can't prove that the camera's not messed up or the display's not messed up or there's no cracks in it. So I will tell you that, like, for a no power issue, I'm pretty much guaranteeing you're going to swap. But for things like the rear glass crack or maybe an internal, like, like a cellular band or something like that, that is going to be done as a repair. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be a lot more repairs at a time when they probably don't want as many repairs, but that's, this is the first phone that they're doing that with. And I'd be very interested how the feedback will be once this is in place. Yeah. Yep. Now, speaking of Apple stores, this was a, a, a tremendous topic that I know Frank is going to love because <laughs> Apple has decided that they are going to bring back Today at Apple called Today at Apple Product Skill Sessions, and they're going to be available online to anyone. That means that it's going to be a virtual session. Today at Apple is bringing more of its free creative sessions online for anyone to attend. Beginning in March, product skills sessions cover the basics of an iPhone, iPad, and Mac and will be available in a new virtual format. Apple says the virtual versions of its 
popular product skill sessions are designed for those who are new to their device, have recently upgraded, or simply just want to learn more how to get the most out of their Apple devices. The sessions will cover hardware and software basics, tips for staying productive while you're working at home, and resources for going further with your devices. Yeah, so the so the outline really hasn't changed since um, the beginning. I mean, that, those are exactly the highlights that uh, we would hone in on uh, in the store. So, so that part hasn't changed. What has changed is that it's, um, as I understand, it's going to be a WebEx. Yep, WebEx. So, I uh, well, first of all, somebody has to be familiar with that whole process. Yep. So you have to have a computer or, um, I mean, I guess you could do it on your phone. Yeah. So I'm going to let you know that I signed up, me and you both are signing up for this so yes. that we can take a look at it. In fact, ours, I think, are on one or two days difference. And there's an email you will get that yep. tells you what to do. So if you are going to watch it on an iPhone, you have to download the Cisco WebEx Axe before the actual event. If you're yes. going to do it on a Mac, it'll ask you to do it while, like right before the event begins. So well, that's well, here's, how here's my here's my question: If it's for new users, mm -hmm. right? That's that seems to be the primary. Well, they said focus. new have recently upgraded or simply want to learn more. Right. So I'm I'm going to say no to that new. I think it's going to be a range. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you're new. Right, so you have a new iPhone. You never had one before. Mm -hmm. Who's going to walk you through the web? What, you know, downloading a Cisco. Well, yeah, Mac? I think I think the important thing is that you have to look at your email. Uh, right. You know, and I, I that's going to be important here. You, you know, people complain that they can't get in. Well, first of all, they're probably going to know what to talk to. But number two, it's in the email anyway because I, yeah. I watched, I looked at the email, so. There, you have some personal responsibility here, people. Yeah. You have to, you have to download these things before you do it. If it's on yeah. a Mac, you know, honestly, it, it sounds like either way is not that hard. And no, I, it's no, I'm not saying it's hard. I think it's just going to be new. And, um, you know, if you're taking an iPhone session, for example, I don't think it's an ideal situation to go to the session on your phone. That's a terrific point. That is a terrific <laughs> no, point. Um, because if you want to work along with the presenter, you're going to want to be looking at it on something other than your phone so you can maneuver your phone. Good point. Or, or you know, if you want to do it on the iPad, you know, same idea. Or it's like right. you should have your iPad take over, like maybe the WebEx, and then if you're doing one on the phone or uh, – in my advice, you should have, you probably use the Mac all the time or yeah. your Windows product all the time because that that is definitely the easiest way to go. But yes. the reality is most people have these portable devices now, and it'll be interesting how they get it going. But I'm, I'm very excited for this. This is exactly what we were talking about. It is. Because it is. we had an episode a couple of weeks ago talking about the end of the creative because we thought unless Apple makes a change here – like this is going to be the end, yeah. And here we and, are, and and so you see, a few we weeks were ahead later, of our time, man. We were ahead yeah, well, of our time. And I knew they were doing these virtual sessions. I did talk to a creative at one of our stores, and he told me they've been doing these internal sessions that they've been doing, 
and that's how they have been kind of so they've been practicing for this also it has been demoed in australia so they were doing it at a smaller market before coming to the u.s in fact check it out episode 76 we talked about the creative role coming to an end so that's what episode you can refer that to and yeah i'm excited for this i can't wait to do one and we're going to report it right back here uh on the next episode yeah yes we are now i've signed up for the iphone and i signed um, up for the mac so so we'll have two different perspectives there yep. so That'll but Frank, everyone is not here to talk about Apple Store stuff today. No, they're not here to talk about that. There's something much more important going on in the world right now, and that is the next iOS update, iOS 14.5. And I thought you were the perfect person to talk about it because you are all about privacy. Uh, you're not a Facebook user at all. And yep. I thought that this was just a great topic for you to cover more so than me. Yeah. So um, let's oh, start. Zevia, thank you very much for our not oh. sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with this. Um, I'm going to read to you from uh, Craig Federici. Ah, this is a quote Craig. from Craig Federici, who's the vice president of software development. It says, privacy means peace of mind. It means security. And it means you are in the driver's seat when it comes to your own data. Um, our goal is to create technology that keeps people's information safe and protected. We believe privacy is a fundamental human right and our teams work every day to embed it in everything we make. Now, um, I've been saying for a long time, even in the store and before we started this, that in my opinion, privacy is the number one product that Apple sells or has mm -hmm. promotes now they promote that yes yeah now what apple has done is a couple of things okay and they have a pdf that they have on their website that um i believe we can put a link in we'll have it in our, in our show notes uh on and, youtube and in our uh podcast yes and it, it takes a father and a daughter scenario and walks through some things about how uh, his privacy is being gathered or not his privacy, but his data. Now, what Apple has done on their app store, when you go to an app, it's going to show you each app. If you go down to you scroll down, it's gonna say app privacy. And it's gonna show you the data used to track you in each app and what data is linked to you. Now, each developer is going to be required to publish this with every app. Now, that's not to say that some um, aren't gonna do it and those that don't adhere to it by a certain point, uh, are their, their app is gonna be I don't know if it's going to be removed, but it's going to be shut down from the app store. At least that's what they're saying. Well, that that is already like a requirement. They were supposed to have this ready to go. I think like iOS fourteen point two. Right. They already I, had it kind of ready to go. Yeah. Now I've had I've looked at some, uh, and it says no data available. Hmm. Also, now the big thing with this is also going to be once you download the app, you're going to get a splash screen. For example, that'll say allow Facebook to track your activity across other companies' app 
apps and websites. And it's going to say, ask app not to track or to allow. So this is either allow or don't allow. My caution here is read these splash ups. Yep. Okay. You get them um, all the time, especially the first time you open an app for the first time. Yes. You get a splash and, up for everything. And and um, a lot of people just hit allow, allow, allow. Okay. And then they wonder why they're getting all these notifications and stuff like that. And that's why you don't read these things. Because also in terms of notifications, there's a, there's a um, another one, depending on the app, that'll say on, allow only while using the app which is the one that I, I kind of recommend. Right. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what this PDF shows um, and, and what they, the scenario they're giving you. So what happens is the father is going to take his daughter to the park and the morning um, he goes on his computer and he looks at the weather to see you know, what it's gonna be like. He reads the news. He goes to a map app and checks for traffic. And so then what happens is um, they go to the park. Um, they decide they wanna get some ice cream afterwards. So he pays for that, that ice cream with his credit card. And so it's, to sum it up, what happens is all of this data is being accumulated it's then from his device sent to servers and compiled together with his IP address. And then it's sold to third party people, people that he's never um, contacted or no one has ever asked him permission to do this. So what Apple is stressing here are four main items. One, is data minimization, meaning that if you use the Apple apps, it's only gonna collect a minimal amount of information to deliver what you need for a specific service. The second one is user transparency and control, making sure you know it's shared and how it is used. The third one is on-device processing. Processing the request on the device whenever possible, rather than sending it to Apple servers, because in sending, of course, you know, you're always open for um, uh, hijinks and, and hacking. The third one is security. Hardware and software, I'm sorry, the fourth one, security. Hardware and software working together to keep data secure. So those are the four data points that Apple is honing in on. And what they're saying is, if you had, if he had used um, Safari, for example, when he was looking uh, at the weather, if he, if he was using Safari or the Apple weather app, all of that is secure. And it's, it's gathering data, but it's, it's getting it and putting it on the, using it on the device. It's not, uh, it's not going to Apple, it. it's not going to Apple servers. Right. To use. So 
Now, this whole PDF, what it comes down to is if they're comparing, let's say, an Android use or a tablet use of non-Apple products to using Apple products. Now, some people say, well, they're trying to sell their items. Yes, that's true. They are. I, I agree with that. But what they're also trying to point out is that in the infrastructure within Apple, all of it is designed to keep your data secure and mm -hmm. out of prying eyes. Now, um, there's another quote at the beginning of this, and, and this PDF, by the way, is called The Day in the Life of Your Data, a father-daughter day at the playground. At the very beginning, there's the first page. It says, I believe people are smart and some people want to share more data than other people do. Ask them. Ask them every time. Make them tell you to stop asking them if they get tired of you asking them. Let them know precisely what you're going to do with your data. That's a quote from Steve Jobs. Hmm. Now, it's kind of appropriate that you mentioned him early on in the program. Yeah, yeah it is. But that quote is in the beginning of this PDF, and it really hits home with this particular subject. And um, with all of the issues going around about with Facebook and, um, you know, this whole industry, um, I, I'll call it an industry, is roughly worth $227 billion per year. And that's, that's not selling you anything. That's mining and selling your personal information. And this information comes from um, the metadata on your photos. Um, it comes from all of those devices listening to you. And we talked about this before as well. Many people have said, you know, well, Alexa is much more intelligent than Siri is. And the reason for that is that Alexa is on all the time. Right. Siri is only activated when you say, hey, Siri. Mm -hmm. So. And you can change that setting, by the way. Don't think you're stuck to. Oh, yeah. You know, that Alexa. But by default, you're, you're kind of. You kind of had that on. I turned that off on my Alexa. Uh, and by the way, this is coming out not just for the iPhone. This is tvOS. This is yes. going to be for iPadOS. So this is going to happen everywhere. And the fight and the reason why, let's take a look at our Facebook side. Well, that, that you know their main core of revenue is advertising. Yep. And that's what allows them to stay in business. Now, what this is going to do, it's going to basically mess up their analytics. And what's going to happen is if someone who is a local business who needs to find the people in the area to promote to, people block that off, they can't do it. And what that does is that small business hurts. And that's what the argument is from Facebook. Or And, and, and Facebook's brought up, but there's a lot of people are going to be part of this. It's not just Facebook. Well, I, so, you know, my, my retort to that is, well... I, I don't think, I could be wrong, but I don't think that Facebook or those data conglomerates that are, that are gathering this data 
um, are worried about the local business, what they're who they're selling this data to, they're selling it all over the world. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it, it's not like they're going down to the, the local tavern or your local bowling alley to to send you um, notifications that they're having open tournament or or whatever. It's more towards um, the cruise ships, right? That say, hey, Will was talking about uh, a trip to the Bahamas. Uh, so now you're going to get all this information on the Bahamas, whether you ask for it or not. So I, in my mind, it's, it, I mean, I know they'll pose that argument, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I, I don't get a lot of advertisements from local businesses. Right. Well, I, I'm on a lot of these social media platforms, so I do get them. I'll give you a couple examples of what's going to happen. So iOS 14.5 will change a privacy feature in Safari that currently sends your IP address to Google while checking to see if a website you're visiting is fraudulent. iOS 14.5, Apple will use a proxy, which a fraudulent website warning to ensure that your private information is not shared. So... Basically, it's a phishing uh, stoppage. Right. And the same thing is a new feature called App Tracking Transparency, which forces apps and websites to ask for your permission before they track your data across companies and apps and sites. So that's why people are resistant to this change. So I'd be very curious when 14.5 finally hits, how many downloads they get of that and how many people actually will read that and decide they don't want to do it. Well, the key there, you're right. The key is that people are going to have to, if they don't read it, it's going to be business as usual. Now, yeah. if you want to take this privacy to the next step, okay, beyond this, um, there's what's called a VPN, which is a virtual yeah. private network. Yep. Now, these are apps that you can get. Uh, they're usually attached to a service. Yep. Now, some of the top VPN apps, and they work for mobile devices, computers, and um, you know tablets as well. Yeah, a good one and, is NordVPN, is like the most popular I've seen yes. because they are they advertise a lot of podcasts, YouTube channels, yes. so they're very big on it. NordVPN is number one. Number two is Shark, uh, Surfshark. Surfshark, yeah. Uh, Surfshark. You got ExpressVPN. Now, all, all, all of these um, cost money, okay? Yes, you pay for it. But you, but that's your privacy right there. And yes. also, you know, there's a lot of sites you can get to that you normally wouldn't be able to get to because either your provider locks it out or your it's not available in the United States, things like that. Now, uh, NordVPN is $3.71 a month. If you if you subscribe for like two years, Shark Surf um, is two forty nine a month, and um, some of the differences like uh, Nord VPN allows you six different devices. Oh, Surf Shark is unlimited. Oh, look at that! They both have twenty four seven tech support. Uh. Netflix libraries, and I'm not quite sure what these are, but NordVPN has seven. Surfshark has 15. I'm assuming that's overseas. Like if they might have different 
uh, they may have different, uh, you know, I would say different, like, movies could be on different parts of Netflix around the world. Oh, okay. All so right. that's probably why they're talking about that. And then ad blockers, both have ad blockers. So now you have, to, and that's, and this takes effort, by the way. You have to actually access your VPN prior to browsing. Yes. So make sure you understand that it's not on all the time. You have to do some work. Well, this is just this is just another option for those people that are like, well, you know, I'm really interested in this privacy. I understand what Apple is doing. I think it's good, or you don't think it's good, or you don't think it's enough. VPN is your next option. Yep. Um, Express VPN is another one, um, and there's a there's if you if you just do a uh, a browser search on them, you'll you'll get a whole list of the top ten for 2020. So, that, thank you, Frank. I just wanted to bring that up. That's the security issue. Remember, yeah. stay private. Keep your private data private. Yeah, if you want your stuff to be private, all you got to do is say no to all these people. And nothing is going to change about your experience. And that's the key point yes. here. Nothing will change about your experience. Now, if you don't allow location services, I get it. You don't allow Bluetooth, access to your photos. I get it. But for, for, for this, it's just simply stopping people from taking your stuff and using it and selling it because Apple will always say that the customers are not what is it? the customers are not the product is that what it is yeah you know where Facebook the customer is the product yeah Apple will never say that we are the product now a lot of people you'll notice even on uh, Facebook on Instagram um, uh, Craigslist you can when you, like on Craigslist, I wanted to post something on Craigslist today. So um, it says, oh, do you want to allow Craigslist to access your photo library? I said, no. And then you can go and pick the photos that you right. want to load. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. instead of allowing them access to all your photos, it's only those photos that you want of the item that you want to post. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. Um, so a lot of them are, are much the same way. You just have to take time to do that. A lot of people don't want to do that. Right. Well, but, I hope they will. And I think, I, I seriously think they're going to do that. So let's hope. Uh, yep. But that's uh, our episode today. Uh, we wanted to kind of dive in a little bit into that privacy thing because it's such a big deal right now. And it's coming out very soon. But uh, we'll be back in about two weeks. We'll give you our feedback on the Today at Apple virtual sessions, and we'll see how they worked out, if we liked them, didn't like them, what they could improve on. And, uh, you know, stay tuned to our YouTube channel. We always have videos coming up all the time. And check out some old stuff. Uh, Frank, we need some follow-up videos on your numbers, man. Yeah, I know. I noticed it had a couple, it had um, 86 views, so I guess yeah. that's good. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I remember, my page is one was not getting that many views in the beginning, because for some, I mean, for some reason, I don't know if it was just reference but people it's a number two most watched video of if anybody that looks up apple pages on youtube 
Oh, you must have called Zuckerberg. And oh, yeah. He was at I'll the call. top of the list. Yo, I told him, I said, TLD has this little thing on the side for you. You know what that is? It's an autograph along with a TLD bear. And he absolutely go. fell in love. And he's like, that was every, I told, he told me the other day that his children sleep with that bear every night and have wet dreams. Thank you very much for joining us for this podcast, for everybody. And we'll be back here every two weeks. And ladies and gentlemen, I too love every single one of you. Peace out.